Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, adult language, and mature themes. The time has come. The time has come. The price to be paid. Three heads as agreed when the deal was made. The debt has been called, through the voice of a child. Now summoned fox, we go into the wild. Imagine a world beyond the frontier, commanded by beauty, whimsy, and fear. Where each season holds a kingdom its own, summer and winter, between and unknown. But heed the steps along your path, or else endure the Faelord's wrath. The moon and the sky, A king lost in its light. The queen's empty shadow brings with her dark night. Lost in it all, one who opened the door. She stands at the precipice, her heart yet unsure. Names have been won, and now blades will sing. The bard has been set. Will the knight takes a king? This is the Feywild West. Beware the realm of fairy. We must be wise. We must be brave. Now let's be legendary. So, Talia, what do you get for initiative? 18. Celine? 21. So, you actually all get to go for the dragon. <laughs> Yay! Celine, you are up first. I cast Deathwood on myself. Alrighty. Harmon goes directly after you. He shouts out, Talia, do you require haste? Yes! He casts haste on you, which gives you a nice speed boost. You get that plus two to AC, and you have an extra action. So you can do shift, hex, and hex blades all in one turn. Haste gives me an extra action. Yes. I get two attacks anyway. How this ends up working out. When you attack with Death's Whisper, you shoot with it twice. That's because you have a Thirsting Blade with it. Thirsty Blade. So that is two attacks per attack action. So one, two, three, four, five, six. That's using your bonus action included. Okay. Six attacks. Yeah, tell you. You feel a large boost of energy as Harmon plays music. <sighs> you are under the effects of a haste spell. Your AC goes up by two. You have, although you already have advantage on dexterity saving throws, and you have an extra action each turn. Wow. Red Bull. I shift. That means my AC goes up again to 22. Nice. I have 13 extra hit points. Mm-hmm. I cast Hex. 
command Hexblade's curse. And then I think to Death's Whisper, I need guns and summon him. Sensing the urgency and desperate need for extra badassery in the situation, they have become bigger. Oh! Hi. Now they really are bigger. (laughs) And then I cross my arms and turn into shadow. And that's my whole, all of my shit. Yep. So then James gets to go. James calls forth both guns and mumbles something under his breath and his eyes flash flame red. And you see a similar effect with what you're used to with Hex, except it looks like slow crawling flame that is clinging and twisting around. Okay, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Nope. 18. That one. Should I use luck? Use luck. 10. I'll take it. 11. It's okay, I got Death Ward. She's literally got a fistful of dice. Y'all take 49 points of a combination of fire and radiant damage. Ha! <sighs> On a 19? DC 24. Wow. This is why I cast Death Ward on all of you on the way down here. Oh, good job, Harmon. Net 20 in concentration. Oh, good. After the blast, Celine, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. What should I make it? A lance. Yeah, a lance. Do you want to make the attack roll with it? 27. Nice, that hits. Cool. So, six. Nice. And then that was a bonus action? That was right? a bonus action. I'm going to cast Tolls of Dead. Okay. Has to make a wisdom save, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it. Okay. The tone starts and then is silenced as the spell comes in contact with the void dragon. Ugh. Tally, it is your turn. Concentration check on Hex. Uh, 16. Sorry, Hex is down. So I cast Hex again. Uh-huh. Ooh. Okay, so two crits. Oof. Damn nice. Then the other ones are 20. Does not hit. So two of them hit and the two that hit are crits. Awesome. So 14 plus 23. 37. Okay, and then hex 12. 49. And then you crit with Death's Whisper. Right. That's 1d6 per crit. 10. 59 points of damage in the first volley with two hits. Remind me to get some potions of haste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the shots all tear through the weird membrane and you see the weird energy shot of Death's Whisper traveling through the starry cosmos like comets as it rips through its body. Harmon's turn. Harmon is going to start playing a song now of Counter Charm and then move over this way. Yes, get out of the way, Harmon. And moves out of the line of fire, literally. Also gives you, Celine, a mm-hmm. D10 of inspiration. Woo! Now James' turn. James is going to go ahead and let off some shots. Okay, James lets off a couple of good shots and scores a couple of good hits. And now it's the dragon's turn. Breath weapon does not recharge. Was that what, what hit us last time? Yeah. Cool. He actually has two. Oh, good. But he can only use one oh, at a time. Oh, okay. They have to he, recharge. Gets, he gets to pick. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Everybody make me wisdom saving throws at advantage. 27. Good job, James. Good job, Harmon. Bad job, Talia. Talia, you suddenly look at this dragon and it lets out a roar. 
opening its mouth, and inside its mouth is this orb of the purest black. Light is being sucked to it, and it has a chronosphere of white light around it. As it opens its mouth, you notice how every single bit of loose clothing or pebbles on the ground start skittering towards it. And you are forcibly reminded of the singularity room in the hag's house. You suddenly feel like if you lean a centimeter forward, you are going to be sucked in. You paralyze? You, you are frightened. So I can't move closer. No. It's okay. I just need to shoot it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so it's going to come up to James and make a bite attack. Yeah, that'll hit. That's a 17 plus 16 to hit. He looks very hurt, but he's alive. So yeah, the dragon moves over, his form blurring weirdly, and suddenly his head just comes up over by James and chomps down. Celine, his tail is going to whip out towards you. Does a 20 hit you? Yep. So you take a total of 20 bludgeoning damage. Thanks. Okay. And that is its turn. Celine, it is your turn. Who's the least dead? I am at 74 out of 110. Then I would say Talia is the least dead. I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Okay. On myself, James, and Dalman. Okay. Roll the dice for that. Okay. That's 3d8, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 3d8 plus 4. Really? 14. Y'all get 14 back. Okay. Wow. That sucks. Well, hey, they'll take it. Yeah. Can my spiritual weapon attack? Yeah. Okay, he's going to stab. Okay, roll the attack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 19. Uh, 27. That'll hit. That's a (laughs) 1. Five. (laughs) Every little bit helps. Yeah. Okay. Talia, it's your turn. Make a wisdom check. 16. This dragon's been down here for 5,000 years. As hard as it's hitting, you're noting a couple of times when it moves, it seems to move almost pained. Some of its movements, even though they are fast and powerful, you think could be faster. And again, while it is certainly hitting hard, it is starting to look hurt. Like it was, it started injured. Possibly. So I get six shots. No, one hits. So keep going, sis. 18, 19. Not bad. turn. Harmon comes over, boops you with heroism. You are immune to being frightened, so you are unfeared. Woo! And you gain five temporary hit points. He actually like goes around to each of you and boops all of you. So you'll get five extra hit points? You all get five extra hit points and are immune to being feared. Woo! The song, however, ends. What was that doing? It was actually giving you advantage on fear. It is now James's turn. He is going to load up some lightning. If I can roll the three on its deck save. Oh, Lord. So James does. Shit! Nice. 46. Nice. Points of lightning damage. What he actually does is he takes his rune edge pistol, flips it open to change out ammunition, removes the entire turret, and slaps in this glowing blue canister. I know where you got that. Slams it shut and fires a giant beam of lightning, shoots out of it, crackling across. Okay. 
Dragon is not looking happy. In fact, one could say that it's at half health. Got it. Good to know. It is now the dragon's turn. And does his breath weapon recharge. That is a no. It roars again, and none of you are affected. I roll back. Given that James did a shit ton of damage to it, it's going to make a bite and a claw attack at James. James! He's got death wound. Oh yeah, that hits. And does the claw, the claw does not, but the bite does. So that is 21 points of damage. Should be okay. Just, Mm -hmm. just. Yeah. Really, actually, the bite comes down and while James actually manages to dodge the way out of the bite, you can see this heat wave around the dragon's mouth that burns as it Mm. bites down. So it's not even like taking damage from the bite, it's just like the aura that's around Mm. the dragon's mouth. Yeah. It is Selene's turn. You got all your stuff up? Everything's up. First I'm going to hit him with a spiritual weapon. Okay. Because that would suck if I did what I was going to do. Uh, so 23. That hits. Cool. And eight. Okay. And then I open up past as a grave. Does he have to make a save for that? Just fucking it just, happen. It just happens. It just happens. The Iron Reaper comes for you. Nice. Thanks, Anytime. Anytime. You had been having a hard time seeing the full body of this because so much of it is translucent and just starry night sky. But now this grayish haze appears over it, outlining it. And you see just how massive this thing is. You see its wings up above its back. And they are just an expanse of starry sky just being held over you. So mad I have to kill this thing. Tally, it is your turn. So I flick both the guns. Uh Uh-huh. And a reload. Okay. Take a deep breath and unload. So So that was bonus action for the reload. So I can only do five times. Five times. Now, technically, Path to the Grave only works on the first hit. I'm going to say fuck that. Yay! Okay. Swag. Swag. All right, here we go. Okay, so four of them hit. Nice. What do I do for damage? Roll normal and double it. So that's 4d12 and 4d6. 152. 152. How do you want it to die? Wow, okay. So I watch it take a huge chunk out of James, or at least her. And then I hear Celine open the path to the grave. And I give her a look and she gives me that, like, do it Mm -hmm. look. End this. End this. And then aiming for the neck. All right. Four shots connect, tearing through the dragon's neck, almost severing the head from the body with a roar. It falls down, James diving out of the way just in time. And it falls down and lays still. One by one, the stars and nebulas and planets and moons wink out until the beast goes dark. Is everyone all right? I'll be fine. I am well. Over to you. As you stand there breathing sighs of relief, Talia, 
Suddenly you can see your breath. What the? All of you shudder in cold. Uh, is it getting colder or is it just me? It's getting cold out. Frost, starting from the dragon and moving outward, starts crawling along the ground. And at the same time, the dragon's form starts shrinking in on itself. Back up. I'm back up. Everybody, back up. It continues to shrink pebbles along the floor, start skittering towards it. Run. You all start booking it down the hallway. You get about 50 feet away when suddenly sound stops. I need you all to make a couple of different saves. I need first a dexterity save. Are we in combat? Yes. Selene, what do you get? 16. Okay. Hallie? Uh, okay, 26. Cool. You're good. I need you to make a constitution save. Do I still have my inspiration? Yes. 16 again. 21. Okay. And a wisdom save. 14. 27. Okay. How much hit points to each if you have? 51. 75. Everybody's got death ward on them, though. Which is good. As suddenly you all get dragged backwards 20 feet, getting ripped out from where you're standing, pulled back through the air. At the same time, air. What air? As the hallway suddenly becomes a vacuum. No air. Cold. Grab your hand. Cold. You all fall to the floor. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit Esbrar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.